All right, sweet. And of course, I forgot to hit the uh, record button on Audacity, so they missed that first part. So again, um, if you're listening to this on <laughs> uh, on on um, you know uh, a podcast platform, you're probably wondering you'll find what us. the hell's going on. Go to YouTube, subscribe there. You'll catch this yep. live, and you'll catch the beginning of the show, which I screw up and don't record half the time. But anyways, um, let's go ahead and uh, start the show. <laughs> All right, so a couple bits of news this week. Uh, First one being that um, they finally did push back uh, Tenet from Christopher Nolan another two weeks to the end of July. And Ken, I don't know, you know, it's funny, our, our relationship is mostly on or almost exclusively on the show with four or five other guys all the time. So I don't really know too much about you. Do you go to a lot of movies? Um, not in the last five years or so. Okay. I've, I've really gotten disillusioned with the whole movie going experience. And uh, is there a particular reason why? I'm guessing I can I can kind of point my finger at it if I really tried. But Well, go ahead. Try. I, I'm going to say it's people. Um, slightly. <laughs> okay. and, uh, people annoy me. But um, it, it's mostly the money. I, I, um, I, I, it's, it's outrageous to go to the movies and with a family of four, it's like almost 70 to a hundred bucks, depending on where you go. So I'm assuming then you, you even dodge like the kids movies bullets or do you really? Okay. Yeah. Unless the kids really want to. Okay. Yeah. And it feels like stuff uh, comes out quicker onto digital or, uh, you know, Blu-ray or whatever it is. So I can kind of understand that now they have come out with like, um, you know, monthly programs, which have made it nicer for people that go to a lot. But but what you're saying is the COVID closing the movie theaters hasn't been. Uh, yeah, OK. Uh, Not so, at all. Um, beyond that, um, I am excited to see that movie. I hope that it sticks with late July. I hope they don't postpone it again. Uh, the other piece of news is that um, Michael Keaton is supposedly back in talks to play Batman in the Flashpoint movie. So, I again, mm-hmm. I don't know your thoughts. Did you like Michael Keaton's Batman or no? I did. Okay. I was I was 15-ish when Michael Keaton was playing Batman, his first one. I love it. He's he's always Batman to me. I, I like that, that cartoony Batman um, much better than I liked, um, what's his name, Christian Bale's. Yeah, Batman. I like the Bale movies better, I think, but I do think that probably the best Batman was Michael Keaton. I actually think Ben Affleck would have been pretty good too, but the movies were terrible. You know? He could have been, but he missed the mark so bad. I hated it. Yeah, so that's happening. So that's exciting. Now, I don't know anything about the movie. It would be funny if they, I, I and somebody can just call me an idiot if they've already announced who's directing it, but it would be funny if Tim Burton was directing it. I think that would be amusing, even though I think Tim Burton is trash these days. Uh, I haven't seen a good Tim Burton movie in a long time. But, um, what was his but, last movie? Uh, oh, man. I mean, I feel like all he does are like like remakes. He, he did the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie, but that was a while ago. He did two uh, Alice in Wonderland movies. Okay. Um, I don't know what his last movie was, but that's partly because I kind of avoid him at this point, if I'm being honest. I just have no Fair desire enough. to see any of his stuff. It's all very stylistically the same um goofy but but yeah that's uh that's pretty much it for uh for news i know we kind of got through that quickly um 
But we did watch a couple of movies, and Ken, thank you for volunteering to watch both of these movies. I know. Oh, you're welcome. They were both pretty rough for different reasons. So, uh, you know, first let's talk about the one that I think is the lesser of the two, which would be the King of Staten Island. So, we blew forty dollars collectively to watch this movie. What'd you think? You know, when I read the cat, when you first suggested this movie, I looked at the cast and I'm like, ooh, Marissa Tomei. Um, Bill Burr, love them both. Uh, Steve Buscemi, where can you go wrong? But oh my God, this was just—it was painful at times, to be honest. I just—it was flat. I felt the lead character's emotional portrayal of anything he did was just flat and off. Like he was off-putting. Like it—I I understood what he was trying to go for by and without giving any spoilers. Um, but he just missed the mark. I just do not like him in anything I've ever seen. He's not really a likable guy. Uh, he's not good. Well, I, I think, just... and I think he was like playing a version of himself because his dad uh, actually died on 9-11. Um, he was a first responder on 9-11 and he died. I don't remember if it was like that day or if he died from uh, causes from the asbestos or whatever that was in the air or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, so, so it was kind of following his story. Um, now the problem I had with the movie, and I didn't think it was like terrible by any means, but the problem I had with the movie is anytime you have a protagonist that is not likable, it's very hard to get behind the movie. So everyone else in the movie um, maybe not everyone. I didn't like his friends much, but I did like oh, yeah. Marissa Tomei and oh, Bill Burr. Oh, she was good. Yeah. Yes. And oh, I, yeah. Bill Burr was fantastic. Like, he needs to be in more movies, I think. I, I, I agree 100% because I love his animated show on Netflix, F is for Family. Um, so any, anytime he, when he when he first came on the screen and started yelling, all I could see was his the animated version of Bill Bird going nuts, dropping f bombs. I have oh. a uh, I have a buddy who wants me to watch that so bad that f is for family. I haven't. You done would it. like good, it, though, huh? It's very good. Okay. Yep. Yeah, very I, um, good. I'm a huge Bill Burr fan. I love his stand up. Uh, his character was great. Um, just to give you a little synopsis of the movie, I guess it's about a you know early 20s kind of loser guy who still lives with his mom and his sister. Uh, the sister moves out, and when they were younger, um, his dad died uh, in a fire at a hotel. He's a Tell, firefighter. Yep. Uh, yep, so I'm it's sorry. kind of following him through the impact that it's had on his life and all this sort of stuff. And it's like, I get it, but it's been, I think he said his dad died when he was like seven or something. Yeah, it was 17 years ago that he died. Yeah, yep. so I'm sitting there, and I don't want to sound like an asshole, but like at some point you got to you know, screw your head on straight and try. And it didn't feel, and I know that's what the movie's about. That's the art right. that his character has, but I feel But like, it was too big of an art. Right. Yes. Yeah. It, it was took an too hour long. too long. It was an hour too long. Yeah. Uh, all the stuff, like I said, so, so, you know, Bill Burr plays the, uh, the another firefighter who um, actually, it, it was a pretty funny circumstance that kind of led to him getting into his life. Uh, but but basically he ends up dating his mom and it's all about, you know, this guy's replacing his dad and him, you know, bickering and being a little bitch about that. Uh, Pretty much. That's basically the plot. But um, I mean, what grade would you give it? I'd give it a solid C. OK. Um, Bill Burr. I was going to give it a D, but Bill Burr pulled it out of its ass. He is towards great. the end of the movie. And then when Steve Buscemi came on the screen, too, I liked the whole 
the whole last 20 minutes of the movie was a solid movie. Yeah, as but, soon as Pete Davidson's character kind of started to come out of that, like, funk, and he started kind of living at the, and I guess spoilers at this point, I'll give the movie a, uh, 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 you know, I'll give it a C plus. Uh, but but I would say, spoilers-wise, as soon as uh, Pete Davidson started living at the firehouse, I thought that was yes. pretty good. Um, That's when it got good. You're absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely. and I really liked... Um, I really liked the Steve Buscemi stuff. I liked the, there's things throughout the whole thing that I liked. So the one thing I, I did like the baseball game part where he's like, you know, Hey, maybe you guys shouldn't have families. You know, he's kind of being a little bitch again, but yeah, know, but was that was a poignant scene, you know? And that was one of the few times though. I felt that he was actually like the emotions he was trying to portray in that scene were pretty spot on. Right. Yep, you know? and that sets up a scene later where they're kind of out drinking after a fire and Steve Buscemi kind of has like a tearjerker little speech he gives about his dad and when they used to do coke and all that stuff. <laughs> that um, was great. I, yeah, that was good. And I appreciate <laughs> the idea, you know, um, we've, to me and the, the old co-host used to talk about in quite a few episodes, I, I like the idea of, you know, when you're a kid, your your dad is like a hero. It's almost like this mythic figure, right? And as you grow up, um, you start to realize that they have faults just like you or anybody else, your parents. I know. Do, right? I, I'm glad my kids won't ever realize yeah, that. Yeah, I'm so. sure. Uh, but yeah, and then... Uh, then there's, you know, there's the thought, which I, you know, I've never really thought about it this way, but the idea that if your parent died at such a young age that they would be, remain that mythic figure you know what i mean so sure yeah you he never really got to know anything else about his dad so i appreciated the fact that they had the scene in there where he's like you know hey please tell me just tell me the whole thing because you know i want to hear real stories about my dad like everybody's right. kind of kind of just put him on a pedestal throughout his entire life so i like that uh but the main character's not very funny bill burr's way funnier um any scene with the main character and his friends, I didn't find funny. I didn't really they like They could have been cut out. You could have cut those entire yeah. scenes out and it wouldn't have changed the movie. Yeah, I didn't like the waitstaff stuff. I didn't think that was very funny or well done. Um, it, it missed the mark. It could have been funny. That whole fighting for the tips thing with the Hulk hands. It, it, I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. And then it's like, oh, wait, no. Yeah, sucks. yeah. And, and it's, you know, this is an interesting one, too, because it's like, does... Does uh does this movie have success if it's in theaters? I don't no. know. You don't no. think so? No. Okay. No, I'm I'm pissed that I paid that much to watch it. To be honest. <laughs> well, the the twenty dollar price is kind of something that needs to get ironed out too. Because if you're watching it like I watched it with my wife, so you know the way I look at that, it's like okay, well it's ten bucks a ticket, right? So that's right. kind of even. And then for the kids movies, shit, a new kids movie if it goes straight to digital. You know, if you've got a family of four, you know, right. then it's like, oh, shit, well, five bucks a piece. I just made a killing. But when you're uh, when your asshole podcast buddy asks you to watch a movie and it's 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize it was 20 bucks when I agreed to it. To yeah, there you go. See, I didn't tell you that. That was on purpose. <laughs> right. um, at I least I didn't that. make you watch In the Army now or something. Oh, my God. I know. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah. What else about this movie, though? Uh I think it's stylishly shot. It's a Judd Apatow movie, so I guess we should mention that too. I think it's one of the, it's easily one of the lesser of Judd Apatow's movies. If I was, if I was him, I wouldn't have put my name on it. To be honest, what's that? What's that name they put on things when they don't want people to know who 
um, uh, Ryan, Ryan could whip that right out of his head. But um, I, I just when I looked out, looked it up, the Apatow did that. I'm like, really? Yeah, it uh, it oh, isn't really? nearly as good as, and I feel like it's, Forty Year Old Virgin was was excellent. Um, knocked up, I don't was know. Good. Knocked up was good. Yeah, I. But this uh, was just. It was interesting. It didn't necessarily feel like one of his movies. Um, you know, at least it is like uh, it it tries to really have a message, which I appreciate. So I. You know, I, I couldn't shit completely on it. I did no. At the end, it kind of got me with uh with with Bill Burr at the hospital. Um, oh yeah, when what does my tattoo look like? Yes. He wouldn't let me look at it. Yeah, that was good. I felt like I said the last twenty minutes of the movie are fantastic. Right. Right. But you got to watch an hour and a half of shit. Yeah. Well, no, to it's get just to that. it honestly, uh, it it totally um. It takes a shit because of uh, it takes a shit because of Pete Davidson. Now I do want to address. But on a side note, how awesome is it to get to pay to be paid to make out with Marissa Tomei? Yeah, that's pretty good. She, you know what's funny? They had to mom her up in this. I like, know, right? Isn't that and she's funny? still hot. Yeah, she's she's extremely like you watch her in Spider Man, and it's like, yeah, that wasn't gonna fly for this movie because no. yeah, every <laughs> one of his buddies would have been doing nothing but making jokes about. So yeah, they mommed her up. But I do want to address the chat. Sure. Uh, uh, thank you to uh, Solo Wookie as always for stopping by. Downright nerdy, Mike. Thank you. Um, and it looks like Aaron Struck was about to uh, he was about to watch this, and he's glad he saved twenty dollars. So now you don't have to watch it. Um, yeah, wait till it's free on like PBS or something. I don't even know if I'd watch it if it was free. I mean, if you like this kind of shit, um, go ahead, watch it. Uh, if you don't, it's nothing you need to go out of your way to watch. No, I would say. yeah, no, yeah. unless you really want to look at Marissa Tomei as a total MILF. Yes, yes. Well, and not as milfy as she could have been, though. No, I but said. I liked it better because it was more subtle than Spider-Man. Okay, so. okay. Um, now, you did send me a message, and I want to just dive into this, about okay. your, you, you don't like Rich Voss, right? I hate Rich Voss, okay. dude. All, back from when I used to listen religiously to ONA, I there was a, was it after he had his stroke from the smoking crack or whatever, when he started lisping all the freaking time? Yeah. He, oh my God! I wanted to strangle him. Yeah, let's uh, let's point out that Ken if if hates you if you have a lisp. Let's point that out. You no, I just person. it's just it's Rich Voss because I just oh. But I yeah, he he, uh, he, he blocked was, me on Twitter anyway. So. It was funny to have him pop up in there just as a random character. Now was Bonnie in there as his wife or was that not her? I don't. I think couldn't it was her. tell. I don't think it was Bonnie. No. If it's Bonnie, she's really gotten into shit. But yeah, Judd so. Apatow seems to, uh, he, he likes to pull a lot of comics into his stuff, which is funny because I feel like a lot of these guys that he uses um, aren't necessarily politically on the same team as him. I feel like they're a lot more offensive than Judd Apatow is. Uh, and, oh, and Rich I, Voss is all offensive. Yes, exactly. I mean. And I feel like Judd Apatow, one of the problems lately with him is this this movie isn't offensive enough either. I think about like a 40-year-old virgin, you know, like pulled no punches with being an offensive, ridiculous movie. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, I, uh, I, I feel like this one was kind of a miss, and I'm sorry that that I made you watch it. Now, <laughs> uh, now that gets us to our next movie, which is, you know, I'm thinking about this being like a new thing for the show. Um, talking about a movie that you know that nobody has seen, right? 
Um, or would choose. Right. Yes. So so the one I picked, I was going through Shutter a couple weeks ago. Um, that's the online horror streaming service, which I bring up all the time. Um, but they had this movie, The Treatment, uh, and it was going off of Shutter the next day. And I was like, oh, shoot, am I going to be able to watch that in time? And then I realized it was on Amazon Prime. So you Amazon Prime members. This I did. Is, yep. This is free right now to watch for you. Uh, it is a Belgian um, thriller. I would call it a thriller about a detective trying to solve a missing child case. And that's all I want to give away before we get to spoilers here. Yeah. And there there has to be spoilers yes. in this discussion. So. Yes. So this was great. I thought. Yes. Now, yep. I, I, I hate to say that yes. because of the subject matter, but this was a good movie. It was really good. It was solid. It if, was. If you've seen Denis Villeneuve's Prisoners with uh, Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal, it kind of has that feel. It goes a lot farther than that does, though, with the subject matter. Oh. Um, but, but yes, I have been in the shower for the last three days after I watched <laughs> this because it's it's filthy. It's Oh, it's... It's disgusting. disgusting. Yes. Oh um, my god. But yes, it's a basically it's a police procedural involving a pedophilia case. Uh, um, a pedophilia ring. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. A generational ring. So. Yeah. Um. But I mean, what do you think? What were your thoughts? Spoiler free on the movie, like you know, acting, cinema, cinematography, everything about it. Okay. I if we're gonna go on those attributes, I have to give the movie an A. I felt that um, the actors were spot on. Their emotional cues were perfect. I felt the reactions were excellent. And the backgrounds transitioning from the the pedophiles to the police and to the families, the lighting and just the sets like fit the emotional tone of every scene. Yeah, I uh, like I said, I thought this was excellent. Um, you know, it's funny because I had read uh, or I had seen the Rotten Tomatoes score was like in the 90s or something. Uh, and then I had read the audience reviews on Amazon or wherever, and they're all shitting on it. Yeah, I know. I sent you that one and I'm like, did these people even watch the movie? Yeah. And I think that obviously the subject matter is going to turn a lot of people off. I mean, this is a movie that I would imagine a lot of people can't get through. Um, I had to take a break. At, at the um yeah about, oh, well, I, that scene it. that i won't say it but, but that yeah. scene i told you about i had to i had to shut it off for about half an hour because i'm like no you I, know though it's like that is uh i mean that's a, that's a movie like this is goal right so if it does that then that's job well done you know what i mean yeah oh yeah so um i would also give this an a uh i thought the acting was really good um the whole plot was good. Like I was completely invested in everything that was going on. Um, it's hard to watch. Uh, you know, I feel like these are the kind of movies some people should watch because you know, it's, it's difficult. It's definitely harder to watch than any typical horror movie. Um, Oh, and, and being a dad too, that I was going to ask uh, you about, Oh that. my God, dude. Um, I, I So how does that affect? Because I was sitting there watching it and I was like, I don't know how anyone with a child could handle watching this. It, it made it rough. And as a dad, I'm, I'm listening to it and what he made those guys do. I'm like, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I, I would rather all of us die. Yeah. Let's, let's do spoilers then. We both okay. give it A's. Okay. So, yes. okay. so it ends up and I'm just going to go right into it. So if just you dive, seen the movie, just dive in both. It feet. ends up that the treatment is 
a treatment that this weird, like mentally handicapped guy is giving himself. So what he does is he can't get it up. So what he does is he kidnaps little boys or he, he actually, he actually family invasion kidnaps entire yes. families. And he basically threatens to kill the child unless the dad rapes the child in yep, front of while him. While he jerks while off. While he jerks off. That is why we're saying it is awful. Um, it is rough. Yeah, and we both probably just look like dirty, sick assholes for giving it an A. and then I know. But, I'm sure we're on a list somewhere yes, for it. Yes, correct. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the premise is interesting because... Yeah, could you do it? Uh, and, you know, I don't have a kid, so I don't have to think about that. But you probably had to have that go through your I, head. I so was. I'm sorry I'm, about that. No, no. It, I like stuff that makes you think like that, though. But, um, you know, I'm watching it, and you're thinking about this the whole movie. How can they make this choice? And you're kind of trying to rationalize it. Well, you know, is it better that they're going to be mentally scarred for life or if they're going to be dead? Now, to me, I'd rather us all be dead than then betray my child like that and it also sets up the very end the very last scene in that movie where um oh, i just forgot his name the lead detective the bro oh yeah uh, uh well yeah i guess i mean before we even go into the the last scene i guess we should mention that the detective his brother was kidnapped um when he was a child Yep, and, they're out in the woods playing cowboys and Indians, yep. and the local Chester the Molester grabbed him and ran away. Yes, and he's that guy who grabbed his brother has been taunting him his entire life. And that really is a fucking effective thread throughout the movie. I mean, it is oh, that really birthday, good. That birthday party scene? Yep, yep. Oh, oh my man. God. Yeah. He, uh, he shows up at this guy's, what is it, his 35th birthday or something like that. Um, he's got a house full of people. And here's Chester the Molester, who lives basically just across the ditch from the backyard of their childhood home now. And he pulls up this bag and starts dumping out bones on the front yard and says, happy birthday, and dumps out this big bag of bones. And, it's, and you're like, first you're like, what the hell did I just see? And it turns out, um, do we want to spoil it or yeah, not? Yeah, he's just, we're in spoilers, uh, fuck it. Okay. So it turns out that they're just pig bones, right? Yep. So um, the whole this whole movie is the undercurrent is this guy is trying to find out what happened to his brother Bjork. Yes, yeah, and his name is Nick, by the way. Nick, yes, yep. Thank um, you. And uh, is it Bjork or is it Bjorn? I feel like it's Bjorn. It's Bjorn. 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 I got it sorry. up here. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, Pletnik or whatever is the is the the pervy next door neighbor. Plachenkik. Um, yeah, something. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, How good was he, though? How dude, good was that? Everyone actor? was great. I mean, everyone that... was great in it. The mom of the kidnapped family was great. The the guy who they accuse is great. Um, but what was the deal with the the swim instructor, though? What was he arrested for, though? I don't understand. What did so, he bite that kid? Is that why they arrested him? So he wasn't arrested, but he had information. They brought him in for questioning, basically. Oh, okay. I misunderstood that part. Yeah, of it. and no, in the when, past he had been arrested for, I believe it was stabbing a cop. Yeah. Yeah. So 
No, no, no. That was the that was the troll that had stabbed the cop. Oh, okay. Right. He he was oh, yes, arrested. That's right. Duh. The troll. <laughs> the troll. Um, yeah. The so troll. Because he thing. climbed down from the trees. All of the kids are 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 seeing this troll, and nobody believes them. Um, right. It's just fucking creepy, man. And do we want to say why they call him the troll, though? Go for it. Go for it. Part part of his treatment is he took this esoteric article from an American scientist called F- the female toxicity that females supposedly produce a pheromone and a hormone that causes impotence. And in order to sterilize and get rid of this, he had to spread his urine all over the place. Right. So he soaked, he saved his urine and soaked his clothing in his own urine. Yep. And he would sit there and while he broke down the father mentally by keeping him tied up for days at a time with no food or water, he would basically pee on the mom Yep. to try to neutralize her pheromones. Yeah, he would piss like on in the doorways and he would piss everywhere around the mom to make sure that her pheromones couldn't disturb his... Oh, his erections. God, what a his... fucked up character that guy was. Oh my God. At the end where she digs through the damn floor. Oh, it was and great though. Oh my. It was great. That... Yeah. I... What? Oh my, that scene. Oh, oh yeah. That God. was not great. So there's, let's talk about a few of the rough scenes. So, um, one of the things that this Planinchkik guy does is he kind of leaves a trail of breadcrumbs, uh, for the detective just to fuck with him more. Um, and one of the things he leads him to is a, uh, like a time capsule buried in the ground. It has all these VHS tapes in it. And they were making tapes of abusing men, raping children. Yes. Yep. Uh, and he finds that it's all fucked up. He kind of sees a, he sees a license plate number on that. It leads him to um, the Nancy, the, Nancy, the woman who knows all about this pedophile ring and unbeknownst to Nick has his brother. Yep. Um, so that's where it reminded me a lot of prisoners too, because he like goes over to her house. And she, his brother is literally like right inside the door and he doesn't know. Right. Yep. Um, yeah. So there's that whole thing that's disgusting with the tapes and, and they show you just enough. Like they don't not show you anything, which is what they could have done. They show you just enough where you're like ready to puke watching the movie. Um, and then another part that I know fucked with you and it was awful was the dog. Oh, that was just, I couldn't, I mean, I'm a huge animal person. You guys are always making fun of me because talking about all the pets I have here in the house, but, um, uh, Tara was the name of the dog and he knocked the dog out and stuffed it in the, um, Oh, the dresser there in the room with the mom, the mom reaches over and lets the dog out. Then the troll comes back. And she thinks it's help. Well, the dog runs to the door and he opens the door and you're thinking, oh, shit, don't do it. Don't do it. And then all you just hear, you just hear him beating the dog to death. And I'm like, and that yelp that dog lets out. I just. Yeah, that was horrible. That Um, was almost as bad as the kid stuff to me. I just. Oh, God. See, not for me. That kid stuff was. But anyway, yeah, he kills the dog. Now that. okay, Loved this, too. Okay. Um, I loved the fact that, like, when he first goes over, he's kind of canvassing the area, and he oh, and he talks to that mom. He talks to the mom yep. of the family, and she makes like kind of a a comment about um, it's a new house. Uh, you know, how are you liking it? And she's like, oh, it stinks. 
right? Yeah. Uh, Someone it, must have pissed in the vent when they were building it, is what she said. Yeah. So. And, and you're like, you're like, okay, well, that's you know, that's weird. But you kind of just you place it in the back of your head. Um, it, it's not so obvious of a comment that you know with a hundred percent certainty it's going to pop up later. It's just enough so that it's rewarding later in the movie when he asks the guy, "Is there anything else you remember?" And somebody says, yeah, it smelled. It smelled before it happened. And he, boom, it clicks in his head. That's how he decides to go save this family. Um, and that is a really intense because, yeah, you've got the mom has basically dug her way through the floor um, into the, the ceiling, like a uh, light fixture box that's, that's on in the next floor. And she sees through there and there's the, her, her husband and her son are tied up in there. Um, yep. and then you have a scene where, oh God, she looks down and here's this like, you know, psycho freak who's basically has a knife out and he's threatening to kill the son. If the dad doesn't rape the son, because that's the only thing he can he can get, get off to get off to. Yeah. Yep. Oh my God. I just, that I want to, you, you see how bad Heath Ledger was screwed up from playing the Joker, right? <laughs> how fucked up with, was this guy that played him after this movie? I seriously, I mean, and that chase scene, I mean, there was like no skill to that fighting. That was pure animalistic. Oh, trying to survive. It made it so much more real. Oh, it was awesome yeah it was it, like awesome. when he catches up to him and he you know he leaves the gun which was kind of annoying but uh and there was an explanation it wasn't like he just put the gun on the ground he had to like jump through a hole in the in the floor and yeah and he dropped it and he had made the choice whether he had to go back to get the yep, gun or, or, or the keep guy. yeah or lose the guy yeah. yeah so he uh yeah he he ends up chasing oh god it's just uh and, and i love the fact that he just cannot stop beating the fuck out of him at the end um, but yeah, this whole time, his brother is, uh, his brother is, is kidnapped alive, alive. Yeah. And I guess the massive spoiler of the movie is how it ends, which was ballsy as can be. And I have a feeling that a lot of people probably did not like the ending, which I no. liked the ending. I, I did too. You know why I liked the ending? Because he made the choice that those dads could not make. He made the right choice. He did what was right versus what yeah. was the easiest thing to do. I mean, assuming he believes his brother's alive, right? No, he doesn't believe he's alive. Right, but what... He, he thinks he's dead the whole time. And Nancy... See, and this is where Nancy fucked up. She was way too vague whenever they got together after that first time. Okay. Now, how are you saying he made the right choice, though? You mean the dad he turned, did or the he, brother did? No, 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 no. Nick made the right choice at the end. He could have kept those tapes. Nancy would have walked free, and she would have told him where his brother was. Ah, uh, okay, yep, definitely. Yeah, so that's another thing. So Nancy basically tells him, look, if you give me $5,000 and the tapes, then you I'll can... give you information on the other thing. Yep. But she never said his name. Yep. So he thought she was referring to the biter because they only referred to the troll as the biter. Right. And so that's what she he thought she was referring to. If she had said the Indian, because that's what his little brother was dressed as when he was kidnapped or or referred to his name. I 
I don't know if he would have made that choice. How fucked up that she like kept that Indian. Like he was still a child. They like kept that guy. It was so. What was she doing with him? Oh God. Oh. Yeah, and she just leaves him basically. Um, when she knows the cops are kind of investigating, she she t- says, "Hey, let's play Houdini," and she takes him out to this like camper out in the woods and ties him up and puts a blindfold on him and leaves him there. And now after she leaves him there, she gets arrested and brought to jail. Um, and the, he's just stuck there. He's tied up. He can't get out, whatever. And the movie literally ends with him slamming on the window of the art of the, of the camper. Like we are, I'm saying her name. He is, he's going to die of starvation. That's, that's, his uh, that's fate. what I'm assuming too. Or dehydration. Yeah. Oh. I assume so too. I, Oh God. Well, and she makes a reference of remember when the bad man broke your head? Yes. So I, I don't know if that was referring to the biter or plane check that, uh, they must've cracked his skull. Or maybe just had a psychological break when they, you know, with all those old men videotaping. With Can you? Him. Oh my so. god, it's so fucked. Now, was was his uh, was his brother on any of the tapes? No. Okay. No, not. I don't remember seeing him on the tapes. No, because he stopped watching the tapes the minute he got that her tattoo, the heart in the cage, and then he zoomed in and saw the um license plate which led him to i think it was her brother correct yes because it it was her and her brother that ran this video ring um they're they're gypsies there's a whole underground society within the movie of these pedophile people and it is so fucked up and but plankacek kept referring to in those letters that he was still alive oh yes he, yeah, I mean, that last letter he wrote should have clued him in that his brother was still alive somewhere. But then again, he knows as well that this guy is taunting him and screwing with him. You know what I mean? Fair enough. So, Fair enough. And how about that scene? How about that last scene with him when he's breaking into the house looking for real evidence? Oh, yeah. And he, oh and he, my he God. catches the guy hanging himself in the bathroom. Dude, there are so many moments in this movie that are just fantastic. I mean, there really are like that, right? I didn't even think of that till you just said yeah. it. But yes, that moment where he makes the choice not to save him, you know, yeah. let him he just watches kill him. himself. Yes. Yeah. And they make it so visceral and real too. Like the guy pisses himself. Um, oh, believe me. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I know <laughs> I can't say enough good things about it. I guess. I mean, the subject matter is the only really flaw of the movie but that's not fair you know so yeah i yeah i thought it was great i would highly highly recommend it if you um if you cannot and check so, out solo wookie's comments yeah so, so solo wookie here in the chat says the movie should have been called the epstein and the clinton experience uh, <laughs> good one solo. yeah so i mean if you can stomach something like this um, it gets pretty much my highest recommendation. Yeah, uh, I know, would agree. I, with as many movies as I watch, to have something that that actually makes you feel sick or feel anything at all um, is is a a plus. So I would. I and would I think the fact it. that this is um, subtitled, yes, makes it makes it better because you have to read, so you're you're invested in it. So and I thought that that's what really sucked me in even more. I mean, it just because you can't just sit there on your phone and, and listen to it and not see visually 
what's going on. I would say that's what's really made a lot of these uh, or a couple of these foreign shows on Netflix really good and fun to watch, too, is Kingdom and Dark. You have to read it. And especially with Dark. I mean, you can't miss anything or you're fucked. No. So, yes. Um, yep. A quick look away and you're screwed. Yes. You have no idea what's going but on. Yeah. I, highest recommendation. I mean, do you agree? You would recommend. I agree. Movie, right. I would. Yeah. I would. So, all right, um, well, that's that's that. Now, um, this is the shit we watch segment. So, no. uh, but but I'm going to start with Ken. I, Ken, I know that you I know that you recently watched Dark, and the new yep. season comes out Saturday. So, are you excited yes. for that or what? I am. Um, I can't wait, dude. I have to know what happens. Yeah, because this is the final season, right? Yes. I, yes. I I have to that comment at the end. It's not what time, but what world. <laughs> right, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So that was a spoiler, but hopefully I you guys aren't pissed. At, yeah, nobody's going to understand that in any way. But yeah, if you I haven't seen it, you have no idea what that reference is. This is happening at the worst time because we are currently in the process of putting our house on the market, and of course, you know, we've got the the photos being taken like next Monday or whatever. Um, so literally, it is you know the, we're probably going to have to watch it late. I know my wife wants to watch it. Um, you know, if it was up to me, we'd stay up till like four in the morning and watch the whole fucking thing right when it comes out. But I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. So that's going to be killing me. Um, I'm going to be camping this weekend, so I'll have to wait till next week yeah, sometime good. anyway. Okay, good. So. Then you can't spoil it for me. But, uh, um, I won't. I, but I can't I wait. I can't wait. Um, now, as far as shit we watched this week, uh, again, I haven't had time to watch much. So I'm going to let you, did you watch or read anything? Well, I haven't really read much lately because I've been working too much this week. But my one of my guilty pleasures this week is The Order. The new season of The Order came out on Netflix. And it, it's werewolves. It's magic. I mean, come what's, on. What's the plot? Because I saw the trailer when it first okay. released the first season. And it reminded me of, like, the Skulls, like the underground yep. college campus society that all the presidents were supposedly members Basically, of. Basically, yes. It's it's a secret society of the Blue Road. The, something society the blue rose at this prestigious ivy league school well that's a cover for a magic university okay um it's basically all the elites in the world are the are the magic users of the world and it keep us keeps us poor people that can't do magic under wraps and then the, the whole thing with the werewolves is they call themselves the knights of saint christopher and their whole role is to rein in bad magic users so if anybody's uh doing a spell that's going to cause somebody harm they hear like a dog whistle in their head okay. that hones them, that hones them into where this war, warlock or witch is and they eat their heart basically so you say it's a guilty pleasure is it like a twilighty type uh, yeah okay. it's like a tween it's like a tween thing yeah. i mean i i shouldn't watch it because i'm too old for that crap but i i enjoy it it's like the originals or um uh, uh, Vampire Diaries, that kind of thing. Okay. That, that genre. Like a, like a, it's like a um, uh, a CW show with a higher yes. budget, kind of. Yes, it does. Uh, yeah, and swearing and like and more f bombs. Okay. See so. now, I uh, that reminds me of a show I watched um a while ago, the first season, and I'm waiting for the second season. I actually really enjoyed it. It was called A Discovery of Witches, um, and mm. it was kind of like a witch vampire thing. I would recommend Ooh. it if you can find it. Um, where where did you watch so it? i watched that on shutter of course oh, that was a bbc show 
Um, you might be able to find it on like AMC on demand or something. Okay. Might be on, but, but yeah, it's the same kind of deal where it's like, there's like a romance thing going on between a witch and a vampire. And you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's against the, the laws, the rules. Yes, of nature. exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Um, and, and you know, those are, it's funny, those kind of shows. I would say a recent one for me was You. Did you watch You on Netflix? Yes. That's my wife and I one. were obsessed with yes. that. So and that's super fun. It's super cheesy and stupid, but but it's fun as hell to watch. So. Yeah, that last season was really good, I thought. Yeah, I uh, I'm excited to see what happens with that. Uh did you watch anything else? This week, let's see. Uh hoarders. My wife and I <laughs> love watching hoarders. Yeah, I feel like uh, it's been hoarders at the house lately because we, you know, the boxes get packed up. Uh, admittedly, the wife does more of the work by a long shot than I do, so bless her for well, that. Well, uh, that's 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 why we get married. So yeah, that's true. No. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, hoarders is great. That's a classic. Uh, is it still new episodes or is no, it just bullshit? It's just old shit because there's nothing new. None of our new stuff that we like to watch, like Bless This Mess or, um, uh, well, I, 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 you speaking of BBC, I love British okay. sci-fi and shows. Um, what We Do in the Shadows, have you seen that yet? I watched the first couple episodes. I need to watch it. I love the movie. I love well, the movie. the series gets really good, especially in the second season. Mark Hamill has cameos in the second season as a vampire um, they, they start really getting, uh, what's his name? Nick from big mouth. Okay. Um, he's, he's got cameos in both since I, I, I love it. That's, that's, but that's my style. I loved that movie too. Oh, it's the great. movie was fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, uh, speaking of BB, you like horror stuff. Um, try to find a show. It, it got canceled after one season. There's two shows you should look for. One is called the shades. Okay. And the other one is called, um, in the flesh. Okay. And they're both canceled after one season or. Yep. They're both canceled after one season. They are BBC shows. One is about um, the, the shades are about ghosts that start eating human flesh to become real again. Sounds so they become, fun. now they now, become does it ghouls. Have, does it have an ending? It does. Okay. It does. But the ending leaves it open for a second season, which you never got. Right. Which you never got, okay. which I'm pissed about because that was really well done in the flesh is really cool. It's about zombies. OK. And we find a cure for zombieism. And then it's about. Zombieism. Yeah, it's so crazy. You just have to watch it. It's it's actually pretty good. So but there's only one season of it. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. The only thing I've really watched this week um, other than. Uh, I actually two things I've got. First one I'll I'll get out of the way is my uh, my reality show that that we watch here is Shark Tank, and lately oh yeah it's been on constantly. Love Shark Tank. Um, yeah, just fun show. The other one movie that I watched that I had never seen before was uh, our our buddy uh, Jimmy Stewart from um, Rear Window uh, was in um, uh, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. And oh I yeah, never seen it. Nineteen thirty nine, black and white, um, and it's one of those movies where uh, basically you watch it and you're like, oh well, that's depressing. Nothing has changed as far as politics are concerned. Pretty much. Yeah. So basically yeah. this guy, he um, is kind of a, 
you know, I, I don't want to call him ignorant because I feel like that's a negative connotation. But he's but a it, hayseed, a hick. Yeah, he, he's got a very uh, he's got a very like positive view of America. He loves America and he thinks about government as this wonderful thing. And basically he gets chosen uh, by the governor um, to 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 go take the place of another senator who is no longer with us. Um, and he shows up there kind of just, you know, uh, uh not really understanding what it's all about and everybody starts fucking with him he gets betrayed and he's just trying to do the right thing and uh he he there's a there's a scene at the end that's like a classic scene that i had seen i'd seen bits of it before just from you know um you know seeing clips on tv or whatever at the oscars they'll play a clip of it or whatever but he he essentially has to uh he he has to do a um, what's it called when you stand there and you won't you won't yield for like filibuster um, filibuster yes so he filibusters at the end for like twenty three plus hours um, and it like brought a tear to my eye it's like God you know I love America and it really fucks with me when when you you realize how big of shit bags all these Congress people are. Um, and how they're keeping us divided over stupid shit. Yes. And everything, by the way, that I have ever seen Jimmy Stewart in, whether it's like Vertigo, we watched Rear Window on our other show. Uh, so definitely go check that out. But he's just fantastic, man. He is. He's amazing. He was a national treasure. Yes. So, yeah, that uh, that about does it for shit we watch. Now, Ken, um, as far as saying goodbye, uh, where, where can everybody find you and what do you have kind of brewing for, for your show? I know you've been on hiatus. Speaking of brewing, Kurt and I just made a, another batch of homebrew. Uh, we call it our killer crew. It's a Belgian golden strong or, or a triple. It's about 10, 11% ABV, but it's alcohol by volume for people that don't know beer lingo. So means it's pretty damn awesome yeah. so you had to, um, you had to go belgian after watching that belgian oh, belgian movie that high alcohol belgian that's uh, i love belgian and i i'm belgian by heritage anyway so okay. um i i love all things belgian um waffles you name it but, movies apparently ma- ma- yeah movies now man i'm gonna have to go down the rabbit hole on that one um you can find us on spotify stitcher apple podcast spotify is usually the best way to find us um We've got a, uh, we're going to be recording here. It's unfortunate. It's probably going to be about a month uh, because of all of our schedules, but it's going to be a big one, man. I know yeah, we've and, teased. And talk about your show. I mean, what, it, what oh. is the show? Okay. So we all just kind of started by uh, Kurt and Andy and I all love beer and Kurt and Andy work together. So we just got together and I said, Hey, let's just do a podcast. I've always wanted to do it. And we talk about beer. We talk about what's going on in the Michigan beer scene uh, we, we bitch about breweries that have pissed us off or have completely betrayed our, our trust and our money that we put into them. Um, and it kind of devolves from there. But then it kind of turns into a bunch of guys making fun of each other because that's what guys do when we get a few in us, right? That is so. what guys do. So, yeah, so definitely go check out that show. And if you ever, being Michigan boys, if you ever during football season just want me to come on and rant about the Lions for any of your <laughs> listeners – uh, I would be more than happy to do that because they're bastards. I think Kurt and Andy watch football. Okay. But, well, but personally, yeah. I feel like foosball is the devil. Oh, so, okay. Hey, there you um, go. 
Now, now foosball's the bar game that you play with the little guys on the soccer field. What's the difference? Ah, you son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> I will say, uh, to, to kind of play us out here, um, sure. I will say one other thing I've been doing with your co-host, uh, Comic Man Andy. Make sure yes. to search that and look him up. Is we've, do- we've been doing a weekly uh, comic book show, and I, uh, I'm not a huge comic book guy. Um, I read them once in a while, but this has kind of forced me to read some. And right now we're reading The Sandman by Neil Gaiman, and it is fucking awesome. So I, I've been listening to it. I, I want to read that oh. now, and I want to read Saga. You guys have got me in, interested in Saga. Saga's great, too. Yeah, Saga is fantastic. So, yeah, these are like little gems that I never would have found if I didn't find your co-host. So, uh, as The problem old, I have is that I, I don't want to collect more things. No, I I just, uh, I've been doing it digitally. I'm is it Now, what are you using for the digital? To, is so, it Amazon? or So, it's Comixology, and I signed up for a free trial of like their unlimited where basically you can okay. borrow, you can download the book. And then as soon as you delete it, you you would have to buy it. So as long as you don't delete it after downloading it, you have it. So it's like a, and it's only certain books. And luckily most of them have fallen under that umbrella where okay they're free. But I think it's like, I signed up for a free trial. Uh, I think I still have it just because I forgot to cancel it. It's like eight bucks or 10 bucks a month or something. Oh, that's not bad. But, um, but yeah, no, I'm enjoying it. And uh, yeah, as, as you know, uh, your co-host, you know, the show is uh, downright annoyed with Comic Man. With Andy. Comic Man Andy. And, and is, we all get annoyed is, with him. He is so. great. You know, yeah, he's no. not, as much as he annoys us. Right. No, he is great. So <laughs> No, Andy's a great guy. He yeah. really is. And he's very passionate about comic books. I have not known somebody that passionate about comic books in a long time. So Yeah, it's always good to have passion for stuff like that. But anyways, um yeah, this has been the first ever homeless episode of uh Just Annoyed and thank you. Uh oh, thank you for, thank for being you. on. Uh hopefully you'll come on again. Um, oh, I'd love to. I love doing this. Everybody go watch uh, uh, the treatment if you can handle it. And, uh, you know, don't pay 20 bucks for the um, don't. the other movie, the Staten Island mm. movie. But thank you so much for joining, and uh, we will see you soon. <laughs>